um i i miss you dearly i mean i always so miss much. you i always miss you it's always so sad for me when and you're here and then you're gone and then i, I say what why is nicole not always here like i don't like that we're not five minutes from each other anymore it really stinks it does so like I but I don't know what to do about it. There's nothing. I there's nothing really we can do about it, which is like so unfortunate. Like that's the worst part, is that there's nothing to do. There's no solving this problem unless one of us moves, and like I just don't see that happening anytime soon. I know, but I'll see you this weekend. Yes, and then we have like what five weeks until our road trip to Austin. Yeah, where we'll be spending a full week together. A week and a half. No, a full week. A week and a full week. And then the next weekend you come for the 1975. The 1975. So like we'll see each other. We make it and work. We make it Here's work. what I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking and sorry to you because I'll help pay for it, but I'm thinking we do wedding dress shopping later on because I just feel like that's going to be a very hectic time and I also am foreseeing in my brain that I'm going to feel very bloated and not at my peak um mm-hmm. right after getting back from austin um and yeah, i'm not gonna want to try on wedding dresses like that that's totally fair so like i'll help i'll buy your train ticket or your plane ticket or something oh my God, please it's literally like 20 dollars <laughs> i'll be okay <laughs> and my mom was already saying that we should make a really fun um weekend out of it we have some family friends that have a condo in cambridge and she was like maybe we can use their place and we can just like set a bunch of appointments and we can like stay over for like the weekend and like do a little girls girls weekend in boston oh my god obsessed i'm so there it's insane (laughs) so there it's insane yeah and then also in my head because at first i was like gotta do it when nicole is here so that she doesn't have to travel that much and she doesn't have to like keep coming back to boston um however i am master plan though. (laughs) yeah however (laughs) i am also selfish and i want you to be here all the time so i will be pushing out so that you have another reason that you have to come back (laughs) and hang out with me that's fine i'll take any excuse (laughs) so I'll take any that's the new plan um but it was very fun this weekend because we finally got to watch a race together i know for the first time when in a while we- monaco no we did um silverstone oh we had fourth of july yeah right silverstone it was that the only one or I were you so. or were you here the weekend after for what was it france no, you were home. No, because then we were in Boston, and yeah, yeah, you were dead. Yeah, I flew home that morning. Yeah, yeah, you were dead. R.I.P. Me. R.I.P. You. That was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was Silverstone was the last one, and then we got to watch, um, watch this one together, which is really Netherlands, fun. where we made brunch and things did not go according <laughs> to plan. Things did not and go super well. This is how you know I have mommy issues because I want everything to be perfect all the time and I hate letting people down and I hate not meeting expectations. And so to have just like I'm nervous to see Nico like I know I'm going to see him later today and like I'm scared. I'm scared to face him after the horrible job I did (laughs) in making... (sighs) The wonderful menu that he put together. No, everything else was good. Like, the, I'm scared. The bitter ball. Well, and you know it's bad because he was like, no, I think you did a really good job. And I'm like, you're not nice ever. So the fact that you're being nice to me right now means you you are just me. at a loss for words. Yeah. yeah. And you pity me and you're disappointed. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. It was tough. Um so I'm I'm looking forward to rebounding. We've got Monza this weekend. Yeah, we That's when I know I can We ace. know it. We love it. I have lost track of the days, <laughs> so I haven't posted the menu yet because I literally did not you know, know what day it was. The me- yeah, it's yeah. It's oh, Wednesday. Shoot, We're Wednesday. a full day late. <laughs> I have not a clue what day it is. I woke up today and I was like, oh, menu goes up today because it's Tuesday. And then I was like, oh, it's Wednesday. Should have gone up yesterday. And then all day again, I thought it was, I th- I was, I just assumed I had already done it. 
So well, yesterday was gonna do Man Crush Monday, and I was like, it's Tuesday, so put that in the drafts for next week. I have no concept of time. Time is a, is an illusion. I'm not paying attention whatsoever. No, it's I have no idea ever what day it is. No clue. I haven't known what. I mean, I say this every week. I haven't known what day it is in like a month at this point. Not a clue. So I only know when it's Sunday, <laughs> and that's only because I set reminders. And it's my job. <laughs> That's because I have the F1 calendar on my yeah. phone. So <laughs> it tells me when it's race day. That's all I need to know. All you need to know. All right. <laughs> Boo-hoo us. Um, yeah. Oh, so sad. They're so busy doing fun things. And they don't know <laughs> what day of the week it is. Oh, oh so, so sad. <laughs> Poor them. Feel bad for us. <laughs> But anyways, for anyone who's listening to this freaking pity party, this is the Two Girls in Formula podcast, which is Welcome. called TG1F and F1 podcast with Kate and Nicole. It is not a self-help podcast like you may think. You would think. Um, this is actually generally mostly about Formula One racing. Uh, we're your hosts. My name is Kate. And I'm Nicole. And this is our show. And together. Oh. We're the two girls. Yeah, we are. this is our show. A <laughs> um, couple things up front. First of all, hope you guys are all doing great. Hope everyone had a great long weekend if you're in the U.S. and you had Labor Day. Um, very, you know, the unofficial end of summer. So I hope everyone had fun, did some fun things with friends, family, whoever you were with. Um, we were doing a lot of planning. We were together. And Mm -hmm. we have a lot of exciting things coming up and we're really trying to, you know, keep things rolling for ourselves over here. at road to Austin Austin. started, started after Miami Grand Prix, but it is really kicking. It's really kicking in high gear. And we have lots of plans, lots of things we're trying to do. So as always, if you're listening to this podcast, if it's your first time and you're already loving it, that's great. If you've listened before and you love it and you still haven't left us a little review on Apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate that. Give us a little five-star rating. Um, Subscribe if you'd like to, but um, those are all very helpful for us uh, when we're looking to try to do, you know, even cooler things for you guys and give you some more um, glorious F1 content from us. I mean, we're just here to try and give you the the behind-the-scenes give you all of the interviews that you want to hear mm-hmm. but we can't do that unless we are beloved and <laughs> people know that they're gonna be reach the right audience mm-hmm. on this pod so you gotta do you gotta help us help you help us help you leave us a little review and we'll help you help, help us help, help us you help leave a you review <laughs> by very conveniently having a place for reviews to be right on the on the podcast platform so just hop on into apple Podcasts and do that and we will love you quite literally forever so also up one more housekeeping thing what is it uh by the time by next week Mm -hmm. we should have our new website new merch line Mm -hmm. up and Mm -hmm. ready to Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's go it is gonna be so good wednesday wednesday next week is is deadline day so uh did we make that deadline I said that for myself. We got to gotta get this thing out there. So Finishing Touch is going out this weekend. Hell yeah. We're going live, baby. We're launching. Stay tuned for that. We've got some amazing stuff going up on the site for you Incredible. To enjoy. Incredible. It's so good. It's so good. I can't wait for everyone to see it. Can't freaking wait. We've already got some of our new things in our homes that we've been trying on, trying mm-hmm. out, making sure everything looks good, doing a little... QAing quality assuranceing, uh, and let me just tell you guys, the quality has been assured. I assure the sure I assure has. the quality, and quality assured. Chef's kiss, chef's kiss, quality, chef's kiss assured. <laughs> All right, let's 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 talk Formula One stuff now, shall let's we? Swan dive right into Formula One. Let's do a little brief recap of this past week, Monza, or not Monza, next week's Monza. This past week. In the Netherlands because we were together and we loved it. And so we'll just chat about it. But same topic, different week. And we just wrote fucking Ferrari. I just (laughs) 
don't understand. I mean, look, finally, Charles back on the podium. Thank God they didn't absolutely Thank ruin God. his life again. But they ruin Carlos's life. And I just, like, don't understand. And, like, they left a wheel gun out that Perez ran over. Like, it was, like, Ran over. It, also, their their bus broke down. It just, what is like, happening? So, Like, someone did some serious witchcraft on Ferrari, and I need to know who it was. It's just, like... I need yeah. to know who has that kind of power and who has that kind of vendetta against Enzo Ferrari himself. <laughs> himself. Because... Like, from the grave, I think he's being punished, and I'd love to know who's behind it. It's just, like, it is some serious business at this point. I just don't understand, like, what is going on over there? What is going on over there? I'd love to know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm asking the same questions you are. Stay curious. Keep asking questions. Oh, it's, like, painful. It's painful at this point. Like, you're, like, the most legendary team in this entire sport and you can't get it the fuck together for one week literally oh one week it's brutal i mean yeah max was so far ahead he basically ran away with mm-hmm. it and then there was all this drama with um the red bull oh my and god Hannah. it was like yuki and alvatari and red bull and Han- i was like what once again what is it going was- on here it was so drama, and in case anyone doesn't know, there was a big hullabaloo <laughs> on Twitter after the race on Sunday that they said that Hannah Schmitz, 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 yeah. Schmitz um, who is the head strategist for Red Bull, basically like sacrificed Yuki to get an um, a safety car so that Red Bull would effectively take the lead and win. I'm like, she doesn't which have that, that much power. Which that sucked because that's when they, they pitted Charles right before that, <laughs> that safety car. Dude, I, <laughs> I can't discuss that. But, like, it was crazy. They were like, Yuki, you're fine. Come come in. Okay, Yuki, you're not fine. Stop the car. Um, it was just really interesting. But the fact that a lot of people were like, I don't care that you're a woman, like, you did a bad job like you are cheaters and it's just like can we never win use your brains and something we like to say on this podcast a lot is critical thinking is not for everyone and that really like shined bright this weekend in a point on with the non-red bull fandom um I'm sorry. You just why would you like Yuki was probably going to score points. Like Yuki was doing better than Pierre was and to assume that that's who they would sacrifice yeah. like please use your brains. <laughs> For once. For once. I'm begging you. I'm begging you people of the internet to use your brains. It's not a big ask. No. I know it's up there. It was ridiculous. And then uh Lewis's radio Whoa. Whoa. Was that man mad? He was so mad. I was, I was, I've never heard him, I don't think, talk like that. He, for anyone who didn't. Not recently, at least. Yeah, not recently. For anyone who wasn't watching the race or didn't hear it, there was a clip of Lewis um, on the radio once he got passed at the restart. And he said, I can't believe how badly you guys beep effed me i am so beep right now that one was pissed and i was like laughing that they beeped that out but he was really mad at his team and but you know what and i think that he was most mad because george got put on softs and so george ended Mm -hmm. up p2 but that was george's call they were going to do the same thing for george as they did for lewis but then George yep. said, bring me in and put me on softs. And George made that call, and that was the right call. And so, like, Luce, it was not your team. It, that was on you, actually. That was on you. I know you should have been, like, where you're usually on top of your strategy game, Lewis. Mm-hmm. And you let little George Russell beat you? What does that say? What is that what saying? That say? um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously he came back and he – he did the we win and lose as a team thing again, and, and you know, he covered it up. He covered it up nicely, mm-hmm. and I think he apologized. Um, and then everyone's like, yeah, tensions always run high on the radios, which they do. 
Um, but it was just they like, do. I think it was like mostly just shocking because I was like, whoa, we have like not heard Lewis say anything so kind of aggressive in a long time. Yeah. So I know it was a little shocking, but. But you know what is refreshing? It it's was. Fire under Lewis's ass. Come on, Lewis. We don't want, we don't want the holier than thou, like praying from the mountaintops and just manifesting good <laughs> vibes and like world peace all the time. That's a great. I love that that's who you are as a person, but we want fierce competitor Lewis on the track. Literally. Like, let's Give get him that. back. I need him yeah. back. So maybe we'll see that come back in Monza. Um, you know what? I hope we don't see come back in Monza. <laughs> what? Well, there. one thing I do hope we see come back. One thing I hope we do see come back in Monza, but one thing I hope we do not see come back in Monza. And that is the fact that they pit Danny like, Literally, I think five times. That's not an exaggeration. They fucked. McLaren hates Danny. McLaren hates Danny Ricardo so much with every fiber of their being. So much, and I simply can't understand it because what do they do to my man this weekend? They must something else must be going on over there because, like, like what is happening? No less than five. I times think that's the, the name of this uh, episode. Is literally what is happening? What is going on? Because that's what I'm in asking. the House of Commons, aka McLaren. In the House of what F1 going in general, what is going on in this sport? <laughs> I don't. It's like I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> like I, I just I literally couldn't believe how horribly he did this weekend, and like how many times he was in that motherfucking pit lane constantly. I was like, oh, again, they're pitting him again. He didn't he pit what? after like two laps. Yeah, I, Kate, I, Kate, <laughs> I wish I was in, I wish I was in, I wish I was a fly on the wall. I wish I was a mole Don't you in wish McLaren. that you could be a fly on the wall, a sneaky little creepy sneaky little, little creepy fly, little fly on, the on the wall. Oh, your precious um, secrets, yeah. I know them all. Yeah, I want to know them all. I want to know what's going on in McLaren so that I can sabotage that to help Danny get a seat next year. All right. I mean, but one thing I would like to see come back from Monza. Danny winning. Is Danny winning. <laughs> I think we would all like that. <laughs> Everybody I likes will that. Be doing, I will be doing a manifest minute for Danny Rick podium again. Right now? Um, we can do it now. We can do it on our own time. Um, I'm just saying I will I be doing it. I don't think we've it. done one on the pod in a while. So I think maybe we just we do haven't. it. Let's just do it. Should we can do you it? Do, okay. Can you add Charles in there? Because I would really like for him to at least be back on the podium in Monza in front of, you know, okay. the Tifosi. Okay. Here's here here's what I'll do. Um, in terms of horse racing, um, I will give us a manifest minute of a trifecta. A box. <laughs> any number, any which way, you pick three, any which way yeah, on the yeah, podium, yeah. we will be happy about it. All right. Okay? Yes, yes, And yes, that will yes, be winning yes, for yes, us. Yes, so we'll yes. say, we'll say Danny, Charles, Carlos, any three of those, no matter which way you slice it, no matter which way you dice it, we're going to be happy coming yeah. out of this manifest minute. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. It's been a while, so everyone take a deep breath in, take a, take a deep breath out. Clear your mind. In your mind's eye, really imagine the happiness and spite that is flowing out of January up there on the podium this weekend. Um, Charles has redeemed himself in front of the home crowd. The Tifosi are really vibing. Monza is a sea of red because Carlos and Charles are both on the podium with Danny Rick. And we're all weeping with joy. Our favorites are being celebrated in the way that they should be. They know how worthy they are. And their smiles are so big that you can just feel them across the screen. Okay, now take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. And move forward the rest of this week with really positive intentions. Do something kind for someone else. Say something nice to someone you know, plant a tree, whatever it may be. Leave a nice comment under a Danny Rick post. Leave us a review on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just 
get the vibes up. You want to get your vibrational level super high so yeah. that we can can ensure a positive outcome for moms on Sunday. I feel great. I feel great. I know I, it's I haven't happen. done one of those in a while. And I'm, I, you know, and like I said a couple weeks ago, I've been really been talking that I haven't been super supportive of Danny lately. And I know my negative energy and my bad vibes have, have been making an impact. So I'm hoping that now that I've turned it around, yeah. um, we will see a positive outcome. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. I know we will. I'm looking forward to doing another shoey together. Me too. Like we gotta. It's been it's been a whole fucking year since we've done a shoey together, and like that to me is just wrong. It feels very wrong. So I know we'll be doing that again this weekend. So really yeah, excited. Absolutely. Um, speaking of Monza, we have a couple things that we're going to be watching out for this weekend. Yes. The first is that Ferrari is going full Renault. <laughs> Surprise! Ferrari is actually French. Literally, it's, it's it's give it's literally the bumblebee uniforms of like, personally. What year is it? Personally, my golden era of Danny Rick was. Yeah, you said that the I other did, day. I did. I <laughs> did. Did I not say that I loved that Danny Rick? The yellow and the black Charles. I had no idea that he looked that good in yellow. I'm looking at these photos and I was like, I'm feeling something. I'm feeling so many things <laughs> and I want them to keep the yellow because as much as I love him in red, the yellow is really, really doing something for me. It's really working for him. And you know what? I would also just love a guest appearance by Cyril Yes, he has to. He has to be like, hey, you're give jacking a my break. brand right now. Fucking give Benoto a break. We don't need him. He's clearly not doing that well anyway. Let's sub in Cyril. I mean, yeah. And let's just let's just test it out, right? Like, what's the worst that could happen? Not nothing. I'm saying I'm seeing no downsides to this no. this test. Let's just replace zero for the weekend. Let's see how it goes. Let's treat this like fantasy. We're doing a little swap. Oh yeah, just a fantasy team. I'm picking zero with the rental cars with the Ferrari drivers. <laughs> like. <whoa. laughs> yeah like that's the dream team for me i mean absolutely i can't wait uh we're also seeing um nick devries uh is going to be out for um fp1 uh in place of seb at aston martin so very interesting very interesting he is the currently the mercedes reserve driver right so and so he's going to be out uh, testing in Seb's place, which is just kind of interesting because, like, mm, Alonzo's already taken that seat. So, like, is he just out there, like, showing off for other teams? I don't really know. But um, excited for him to get a shot out there. Uh, so we'll be checking that out on Friday. Um, and I think Toto has a lot to do with DeVries, too. So, like, yeah. we'll be watching to see what Mastermind Toto is doing with him. <laughs> mastermind toto always has an agenda and i'm just waiting to see what's on it yeah i think there was also someone was like um because stoffel van dorn's also a reserve driver for mercedes Mm -hmm. and someone was like they should put him in some free practices because why not like let's see what because i think he won the formula e championship Mm -hmm. and so they were like oh like let's put you guys should put Van Doren at least in a free practice and see what he's got, if he's gotten any better. And I was like, you know what? That's a fair, fair point. Yeah. And I, Stoffel Van Doren is such a cutie. I'd like to see him back on the grid. I'm not ashamed to say it. I don't care. I don't care. He's little, little cutie patootie. Little cutie patootie who deserves to be a driver. If you want more Stoffel Van Doren, I think almost positive there is a docu-series about McLaren on Amazon, and it was when it was Alonzo and Van Doren. And it's actually pretty good. So if you're interested in that and you want to learn more about McLaren, I think this was, like, right when Zach started. So um, obviously, you know, Zach's trying to make a name for McLaren. Um, a bad name now. He made that Amazon. Yeah, he is tarnished. <laughs> which is so funny. Someone tagged us in one of their brunch posts, which featured a uh, Zach Brown voodoo doll. I, was I didn't even dying. notice it when I reposted it. And everyone was in the comments like, is that a Zach Brown voodoo doll? And I was like, that's hysterical. So funny. 10 points for creativity. 10 points for being a witch. You, you know that we vibe with that. We vibe so hard. 
Um, all right. So in more like general F1 news, um, there was a leaked ca- – we're getting leaks in Formula One. This is like we're getting Left so pop culture here. We're getting leaks. We're getting album <laughs> leaks. Um, but it's the calendar for 2023. And I thought we already knew this, but there was like a bunch of articles coming out being like leaked calendar shows China returning to the – line it for next year and i was like i thought we already knew that um i thought we also knew right this, but maybe we were wrong maybe we just maybe we just imagined was, it maybe you, you know we maybe knew. we manifested we it knew. we manifested yeah. kind of coming back on because we always knew that it was going to be we always there. knew and we created that timeline so i think we're just yeah. powerful um but yeah and it is so far going to be like the longest f1 calendar in history so yeah we got a lot to watch next year Keep your eyes out. I don't know if that's good or bad for you and me because we already don't know how to take breaks. So the fact that now that there's more races on the calendar means more work for us. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm already tired for next season. So imagine, imagine how people who actually work at Formula One feel knowing that this is the longest season yet. Well, I think that they would probably be better because they know that that's actually their job and they're all their only job. So we fair. have other jobs and then we do this so that's so fair. if this was my that's only so job fair. i would be excited about it but it's not my only job and so i'm tired thinking about it <laughs> oh all right all right let's get into let's get into some some drama some rumors some gossip some hot takes let's get into silly season because it's still not over and something happened last week you were not Something about to speak on it. Week. You were not about to speak on it right away. Um, but the people were begging to, to hear release. our thoughts. And we said, we'll, we'll discuss on the podcast. So what happened was Daniel Ricardo officially not driving for McLaren anymore. And he has officially been replaced by Oscar Piastri. Officially, officially, officially. officially um piastri was granted in the court of law that his contract with mclaren held up and he did not have to drive for alpine and so one australian out and another australian in and he is officially on that team for next year so that is kind of where we are at I'd love, you know, I love the idea of new blood. Yes, right? always. We talk about this and this is why I want Alonso to leave. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, when it's my man who's on the out and out, I'm not happy about it. Yeah. And I, so, I do feel bad for Oscar because I think he's coming in to a lot of animosity well, yeah, the whole thing where, like, they were in talks with Oscar, like, when Danny, they, like, probably pushed Danny to make a statement, which is so s- shady of them. Yeah. They made, probably pushed Danny to make a statement that was, like, no, like, I'm with McLaren through 2023. Like, all this is rumored. Like, it's going to be fine. And knowing full well they were pursuing Oscar to be a part yeah. of the team. And it's just, like, optics aside, like, that's a person that is your employee, your coworker, and like your friend and you just let him be treated horribly. And it doesn't matter. This is a good this is a good segue. It doesn't matter what company you work for, what your job is. Your job is not your family. Your job is not your life. They do not care about you. Never forget that. Never forget that. Um but I mean, yeah, I mean McLaren really fumbled the bag on mm-hmm. their handling of that and i think this could have been a seamless transition been, and we all could yes. have been excited about it but like they absolutely they, tarnished their name like it's it's they tarnished their own name they made danny look silly and like yep. really ruined a lot of things for him and they set their new driver up for absolute failure because yeah. so many people are now looking at oscar in a negative light because of this which is it's it's not fair. It's not. He's just a kid trying to get into F one, make it into the big leagues, and he's been working on this for a while, and he got an opportunity. Well, I think it's not. It's not only that people are looking at him in a negative light, but now there's a ton of pressure on him yes. during his rookie season, and that's not fair. And if he doesn't perform, then people are going to be like, "Oh, look at 
you did this for what? And there, you couldn't wait another year. Like you, yeah. you did this for what? People are rooting for him to fail, and I think that that's really unfair. Um, yeah. And we've talked about this for like rookies, all of our favorite rookies in the past couple of years, um, and like how much pressure Yuki was under, and how mm-hmm. people were already like, oh, like Mick isn't doing well, or Joe's not doing well. They shouldn't get re-signed. And it's like there are rookies. You have to give them a break. They have to like yeah. this is a new level for them and you have to give them a break and so i think that this kid is coming in and he is going to be not he's it's not going to be great for him and i feel really bad about it and i think the only people Mm -hmm. to blame here is mclaren for the way that they handled it yeah and i thought it was nice i did see something from danny and he was interviewed and he even said he was like i've already talked to oscar and i told him no hard feelings like i remember trying to get make my way into f1 and he's just trying to you know live his Mm -hmm. dreams and there's no hard feelings with him it's not his fault and i'm excited for him to get a shot in formula one and i was like danny is being the most mature out of literally anyone in the situation and i think that that says a lot about him and his character and it's also sad it's sad because he shouldn't have to be the bigger person i know it's it's really sad um but i guess we're just waiting to see what he does for next year because there was Mm -hmm. also the clip that went viral of him Mm -hmm. talking to Checo and you can kind of hear him saying maybe take a year off come back in 2024 so how are we feeling about this because I know that you've said several times if he leaves he's not coming back I don't I just like I don't I just (laughs) the thing is is it would be one thing like right um we think about Kimmy Kimmy left a world champion Alonzo left a world champion. Um, Danny is is not a world champion. And so, like, I feel like if he leaves, who's going? Like, there's so much fresh blood. He's not coming back as a driver. If he comes back, if he leaves and comes back, it is going to be in, like, a management position or, like, a strategy position. I just don't, I don't envision him coming back. Yeah. To drive a car. And that really makes me sad. Um yeah because i I think it's a story that he's telling himself right now to cope and he's like yeah like no worries no problem like i'll just take a year off and i'll come back like pull an esteban i know you're not on tiktok but for everyone everyone else on who's on tiktok and is like there's not gonna be a swimming pool you stupid slut like that's (laughs) what i need to say to danny okay but here's the thing with esteban esteban is much younger than danny yeah Okay, there was a lot of potential for him. His manager was Toto fucking Wolf. Exactly. Okay, who was pulling all the strings there? And I think Espan has really proved himself to be like a valued younger driver. Danny's already 33 years old. The thing is, he comes back in 2024. He's going to be 35 years old. That's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think just like I don't I don't see it happening. Yeah, the thing here is that like when Esteban left, you know, he was at lower teams and he's come back mm-hmm. on still like midfield teams and has proved himself. He's done really well. Right. Danny's only really had a lot of success when he was at the top three best team on the grid. And I think that mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of teams are probably looking at. Though I do think Danny's saving grace for teams is that he can probably bring money because he can bring good yeah. sponsorships. He's like the golden child of Formula One. Everyone loves him. He's like class clown. He's the most popular. And I think that te- mm-hmm. that's his value to teams is that he comes. That's so fair. He brings the personality. He brings the eyeballs. He brings the fans. And whatever team he's at, a majority of viewers are going to support that team. And they're going to buy the merch and they're going to, you know, sponsors are going to roll in he's bringing his sponsors with him so i think that that is kind of the value he has and it's That's it's fair. sad because i don't think he brings the value as like an on-track talent maybe <laughs> but well you know a lot of people i've seen a lot of people will be like mclaren just is not did not create a car that is drivable for danny and i'll also hop on that train yeah I'm hopping on that train. It's McLaren's fault once again that they did not provide Danny with a car that works for his driving style. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, there's also a new rumor going around that maybe he's going to be the reserve driver for Mercedes and they're like going to put him in when Lewis retires. And I'm like, that is for surely not going to happen. 
That's I'm no sorry, way. but if Mercedes is bringing anyone in to fill Lewis's spot, it's going to either be a fresh new youngin that Toto has groomed mm-hmm. from the day they opened their eyes for the first time. <laughs> Or it's going to be someone from another one of the top teams that he's going to absolutely coach to come be his, his driver. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be Danny. (laughs) Danny might be a reserve driver for them and he might, you know, help with strategy and stuff. But like, I don't think he's going to be a driver for them. No. Ever. But then at that point, it's like, you have to think about, does, is that even a smart move for Danny? He just has so many other things going for him. He should just, he should be like one of those football players who just retires and does commentary. He should be fucking Nico. They should replace Nico with Danny Rick. Yeah. Fucking Nico. Fucking Nico I'm in sick his, of his shit. basement lair. I don't, I don't want to hear from him anymore. I don't want to hear about what he thinks. So let's forget about Nico. Let's bring in Danny. I think everything will just be more enjoyable that way. 100%. Um, in other silly season rumors there's now the the thought that uh pierre is going to be moving to alpine it's like all but confirmed people said so another thing that we have been talking about because all french team would love it um Mm -hmm. pierre to alpine and then colton herda from indycar Mm -hmm. going on to Alftari because they're grooming him usa yeah usa grooming him to potentially move up to red bull so mm-hmm. that could be interesting they're like trying to figure out all this stuff with his super license to make sure that um yep. that he can make that move um but yeah so they're doing all this super license stuff and making sure colton can come over and it works and so that should be figured out in the next couple of weeks i think um if you have any questions about super licenses and what that means if you've been reading about colton herda and you're like they have to do what with his what and you have no idea what people are talking about head over to our instagram page at two girls one formula um and we have a whole f1 fact friday about super licenses um yeah. that are fact friday correspondent lou put together for us and she is a genius so um you can learn up on that if you are interested i certainly learned a thing or two me too everything she does super licenses every f1 fact friday she does for us i learn a lot um learn something new and then the last thing for silly season that we have to talk about is that apparently gunther is on record saying that there is still hope for mick to be re-signed for haas um so TBD Gunther is just yanking us all around, making us question everything. That's, I just like, how would I feel? Would I feel excited about Mick being out, but Danny being in? Or would I be sad to see Mick go? It would be probably bittersweet. Yeah. I just, the poor kid. The poor kid. No, Poor Mick. I just, I I want better for him. I just don't know if he has also been given the resources to be super successful. Yeah. But what do I know? I just have a podcast. (laughs) So true, bestie. (laughs) So true. So, I don't know. Let's, I'm holding out. I think it's also dependent on what Danny decides to do, too. Like, because I feel like if Danny's like, nah, I'm leaving, then the chances of Mick staying are probably a lot higher. Yeah. But if some Danny is looking for a team, then I think that puts some added stress on little Mick. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, who's to say? We'll just have to wait and find out. And we only got a couple more. What, we've got three more months? Jesus. Well, how many races do we have left? Like seven? Yeah. Nuts. So... We're going to find out sooner or later. I mean, what's going we're going to find out by March. And that's a fact. So true. (laughs) We're going to find out what's going on with little Nicholas Schumacher. Nicholas. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Nicholas Schumacher. What if that was his real name? Oh, yes. When he was Mick short for Nicholas. Little Michelob Ultra. Uh, Uh, low cal, low cal light option. 
Uh, okay, enough about Michelob Ultra. <laughs> it's time. Oh, not yet. Okay, this next thing that we want to talk about. I don't know if anyone has saw, saw our Instagram today, Wednesday, September 7th. But our <laughs> Today, pal, Wednesday, September 7th. <laughs> Elizabeth Blackstock wrote an incredible article where she got to interview Valtteri Botas um on Jalopnik and we've we've this is not going to be on the story anymore by the time this is live but you can go ahead and check that out um just go to jalopnik.com and type in Elizabeth's name and you'll find it um incredible but she took the time to ask the hard hitting questions that we were all asking and that was were all of your butt picks a PR move or is that just who you are and he said, that's just who I am, baby. That's just who I am, baby. That's just the way we roll. <laughs> it was so good. That's just I the way we roll. I was obsessed. And she also told us that he was one of the nicest drivers that she's ever talked to, which is so great to know. And she said he seems a lot happier now being at Alfa Romeo. And I think we can all kind of tell that based on his social yeah. presence. Um, but he was just like, yeah, I just post what I feel like posting and it's really fun and I have a good time. And like, I'm obsessed with that. And I had to, I have a quote. I pulled a quote because. Which I, we were talking earlier today about how you and I, same brain. Same brain. Did you also see that same one? Same brain. I, I pulled, I copied it and I ran over to my little notes app to see, oh, did Kate do an agenda? If not, I'm putting it in the agenda quotes and then i scrolled down i said she's already got it there the same she's yeah got it there. we have the same brain it's getting scary um but he you know we always say whenever nicole and i are talking about anything is like we can't take this too seriously because it's not going to be as fun and we we have we find more success especially you know looking at tg1f as an example we find more success with tg1f when we are just doing whatever we want and we're not really thinking about mm -hmm. it and we're just having fun and we don't care yep. what people have to say and we're not really thinking about like is this going to be a successful post is this going to be something people are going to like when we're just like we like this we're posting it that's where we mm -hmm. see success because all of you guys who follow us and you know are in this community we all have very similar senses of humor and we all like the same things and it's amazing. And so when we are being authentically ourselves, that's where we find success. And Botas, he does things for the bit as well. Because he said, <laughs> the threshold of posting something or doing something silly or having some fun is much lower when you don't care. You can just be fully yourself and do the things you love to do and show them. Amen, brother. Amen. Retweet all day. Yes. The threshold of posting something is lower when you don't care. That's it, guys. Stop caring so much. That is number <laughs> one TG1F motto is just stop fucking caring. Stop caring. Just don't care. If you don't care, your things are going to go great for you. And I know that so to great. be a fact. We know that to be absolutely, absolutely true. Absolutely Because true. once we care too much, we get too stressed out and then nothing good happens to us. The less we care, the more fun we have. And the better things happen. The better the outcomes. We get, we start getting emails from people. We start getting cool opportunities when we are just not trying. You know, that's also what people say when you're like looking for love. Once you stop trying, things just rent, fall right in that lap. It's Things always so, happen when it's least expected and you're not trying for it. So just stop trying and stop caring. Take, <laughs> don't care about anything ever. <laughs> don't in your life care. just don't even try <laughs> don't even try just get go away you don't care about anything and good things are gonna happen <laughs> everyone's like it's like that settle down it's like the it's like the saying and it's like good things come to those who wait and then like the hustle culture came in and it's like good things happen to those who get the fuck up and do the work and i'm like yeah fuck off you didn't get it you didn't get the memo we're not caring about things. We're not trying, right? We're waiting. We're we're waiting. We're having we're fun. We're team waiting. We're doing it for the bit. <laughs> we're just being ourselves. And I think, you know, we've talked about this a lot, but that's one of the things we really like about Botez is that he's just very, especially now since leaving Mercedes, he's been like very authentically himself and shows us a really fun side of, of himself, yes. um, which you and I can really appreciate. I love it. And I love um, it. And that's why him. he's like a close, I think for both of us, very close, like 
number two in our hearts. I mean, I told you and Elizabeth today when we were talking about this article, I had a dream the other night that I was in a group with a bunch of F1 drivers and you and a couple other people and someone was like, oh yeah, Charles is leaving F1. You have to choose a new favorite driver. And I looked right at Botas and I said, it's you. Well, you said that to me the other day yeah. when I was at your house. You were like, Botas number two for me. Yeah. I think personally. I think and that I if said, Charles wasn't here, like I would be 100% a Botas girl. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's on record. That's on record. That's, that's on, on record. the podcast now. <laughs> Um, and I appreciate it. Okay. Um, I also just, I also just loved that he said that he raised 50 K. Yes. Um, for charity through selling his butt pigs. And I was like, I, I'm so glad that I donated. Me too. And I have one of those hanging up in my house. I mean, it just gives me so much joy. So much joy. All right. Best, best segment, Nicole. Best segment. Let's get after it. Uh, girls room. Girls room. Um, so the number one thing that we were all noticing, everyone was noticing it this weekend, Issa and Charlotte, girlfriend, BFS, friends? they were like, what? This is kind of new. I feel like it's been like slowly but surely happening. Like there yeah. was, you know, they, there was a couple photos of them hanging out places like at races and just like talking. And then when they went to, was it France? And they did like, they had a whole like girls day. Um, mm-hmm. and then... Yeah, and then now, and then a couple weeks or a couple days ago, Issa posted her outfit of the day, and she was wearing a necklace from Charlotte's jewelry Charlotte, yeah. collection. And then this weekend, they were hard, hard and fast BFFs. They went for a run around the track together. They're yeah, oh my god. They were like hanging out all weekend, so they're best friends now. And I would they're... like to say that I am jealous. <laughs> Uh, who like yeah we're jealous because we want to be bfs with isa yeah i just want to be like a cool wag that has another wag bff you know (laughs) um i'm sorry i'm not good enough no sorry i'm not a good enough bff for you no because you're not a wag and i'm not either and so like if we were both wags and we were still bffs amazing i'd be so happy but not yet not yet knock on wood well i never will be now chances are over say never never say never (laughs) nick could get into sports again nick could get into sports there are a lot of opportunities here okay he used to be an athlete i could have been a wag i could have been a rugby wag you could have they could have come out with then then i could have been a rugby wag because they could have come out you were one then i easily would have absolutely they could have come out like you know remember when they did the um basketball wives show they could have mm-hmm. done rugby wives and I could have been a TV star. I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> we have words to say. I'm literally upset. <laughs> um, so, but also Nick would be probably dead by this point. He got, he was just so injured all the time from rugby. Like he would just be like comatose. <laughs> His CTE would be a lot. A so lot. We're grateful that he, I'm glad he's he not doing it, game. but like, Jesus. That's really selfish of him, I'm not gonna it lie. It is to be so breakable <laughs> and like to stop. Like how dare he? How dare One question. he? How dare he? <laughs> um <laughs> But on the same topic of Charlotte and Issa, obviously we're talking about outfits from the past weekend and if there's one thing that Miss Charlotte loves, it's an oversized blazer. She does. She loves. She loves a business casual moment. She loves an oversized blazer with some like baggy jeans. That's just like staple. That's like quintessential Charlotte outfit. Um, and yep. her recent obsession of like the black strappy top. Loves yes. that. Loves to put that with everything. But you know, when in doubt, Charlotte's probably wearing an oversized blazer uh, with her outfit. I would say with seventy five percent certainty. I would you think can, yeah. any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like She's rocking. Maybe I gotta get some And like I respect it. You know who what I would love to see? Just this is off track, but I'm thinking about um indie sleaze coming back and like the Tumblr revival. Which wag is gonna be brave enough to pull indie sleaze in the paddock? Lily. I was gonna I was gonna say it's either gonna be Lily or um Maybe Elena. Hmm. I don't know. Elena's, like, really classy in the way that she Yeah, but I think she's also, like, kind of trendy sometimes. And so, like, I think, like, 
we could see. Well, what like, kind of not outfit immediately. are you? It would take it would take some time. What kind of outfit? But are I you think picturing? like down there. Um, I don't, and I I can see indie sleeves being popular in in the United at the U.S. races, where it's like flannels, it's like ripped jeans, it's um we've got some Doc Martens. We're it's like very um grungy esque. So definitely Lily. But I think if if she was still a girlfriend, uh, Sarah. Yeah. Sarah could have crushed that. And she kind of did. I think last year she wore, like, flannels and some ripped jeans to Austin. Um, and I feel like we could have seen it with Louisa. We have to talk about Louisa. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guys, Lando and Louisa officially are broken up. I cannot... I'm not going to say I cannot believe because I can believe because Lando is a little 23 year old yeah. douchebag who doesn't know what he had when he had mm-hmm. it. Okay. He was so in love with her. It was crazy to me. And they were crazy. You know that I, they were like close to the top for me in terms of top favorite for you. I yeah. loved them. So the fact that he basically potentially maybe cheated on her by bringing a girl from the Netherlands to McDonald's. I'm so upset. And then she was at the she was at the Dutch Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. These boys move on so quickly. He literally posted his one year anniversary with Louisa and was like, "I'm so in love with her." Two weeks later, on to a new girl. I'm pissed. Justice for Louisa. Men go to therapy. Men go to therapy. 2022. Please, I'm begging you. This is a. I'm begging you. This is a urgent plead. <laughs> this is an emergency. Please. I just Figure like justice out. for Louisa. I feel so badly and I just miss her already. Like I miss her already. I know. So upsetting. If she was there, she could pull off indie sleeves, I think. A hundred percent. I think she could look really 100%. cool. Like I could see her. I could see her with like a little like slip dress with mm-hmm. like a long sleeve. Rip tights. Rip tights, long sleeve underneath. Some boots. Doc Martens. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Like the like yeah. the braids in the hair that like make it like mm-hmm. messy. Oh, man. A, ch- a choker. We really. Lando oh, you know what? Us. Fuck Lando? it. We're bringing Indie Sleeves to Austin. You and I, baby. You're right. We're bringing Indie Sleeves in Austin. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you know what? If what do they always say? If you, um, if you don't see it, you have to build it. So we're just gonna have to do it ourselves. And if you build it, they will come. So we are gonna bring Indie Sleeves to the Austin paddock, and then watch become wet. watch everyone else will too <laughs> just watch watch and learn ladies and gentlemen uh, but speaking of amazing outfits because obviously our outfits Carmen. would be amazing car men motherfucking men <laughs> i was her and george i was in this weekend shock. i was in shock shock and awe she looked her bell-bottom jeans oh, with the with that sweater and the shirt underneath oh. and her hair. Oh, her hair. She was pulling off the perfect 70s, like, fringe. You know, you know, you know that I, I was... Know. You know. I you know. know. <laughs> I know. You know that the 70s hair like i was having big 70s vibes for so long and that's all i wanted in her hair really was just like it was just it was everything i've ever wanted for myself she looked like she looked like um 70s barbie yeah she just looked like everything and then so the utility jumpsuit with the chambray shirt over it double collar Oh, be still my heart. Like, does she know? Does she know how good she's doing? She, I don't know. Oh, it just like, it hurts. Like, does, does she know that all the other wags have to live up to her now? Like, that she has never once missed. Her stylist has never once missed. It's just like, a dream team, a dream team, those two. I need one of those. Oh my like, god. Holy shit, Carmen. Like if you didn't know we were in love with you already, like you do now. I just I can't. I was I was too stunned to speak when I saw those outfits. She looked so 
And then her so and George good. were like matching a little bit. Oh, with the chambray. Yeah. And George was wearing that khaki turtleneck when she was wearing the sweater they were like both on sweater weather watch oh my god it was they were too much for me this weekend they were too much um like absolute just model couple like Like, i'm sorry but no one else looks good compared to you fresh off the runway like you just absolutely ruined it for everyone else because no one else can live up to that um nope they looked so good uh kelly also looked good this weekend i liked her little black dress moment with the black sneakers with her sneakers it was cute it was like modern and cool i feel like sometimes yeah lately she's been going a little like maternal yeah with her outfits and like a little bit like older sophisticated which i'm not opposed to but i think this one like brought out like she's she is still young like she's yes she's older Mm -hmm. than max but she's like still a young woman and i think she like looked really like fun and cute this weekend um agreed i am excited because our girl elena is back in the paddock this weekend she's in Mm -hmm. she's in italy right now so she's going to monza she's gonna be back in the paddock can't wait to see what she wears as always and with a new instagram handle she her handle used to just be elena berry underscore and now it's Mm -hmm. it's elena berry oh so i'm like we're getting a little professional a little here. We're getting a little professional yeah. here. We're getting a new, like, actual, like, inst- like influencer-y handle. Like, everyone's like, it's this, or the official whoever. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if we have some more projects in the work from Elena. Um, Going to be keeping my eyes peeled for that. Eyes are peeled. Head on a swivel on Elena, always. Always. Uh, anything else for WAGs? One final... No, not on WAGs, but I was going to say one final topic I would like to discuss before we wrap it up for the day. Bring it on. Which is, today we had the BMW Pro-Am Celebrity Golf Tournament. We sure did. And I don't remember if you guys remember this, or I don't know if you guys remember this from a couple months ago. Maybe it was just on Twitch that we found out that Lando and Niall were both playing Mm -hmm. in this tournament together, and we thought that they were going to be paired together. Today, come to find out, they actually are not paired together. They're just playing in the pro-am, and they're starting we didn't at even, get a single. Well, because they went at different times. Yeah, Ugh. we didn't get a single shot of them together. Absolutely heart wrenching. That was blasphemy, and the PGA didn't know how good of how much gold they had. They did if they not. had just put Nile and Lando together. Oh, I mean, I almost feel bad for them for being so stupid. They fumbled the bag entirely. Entirely. And let me just say, they both looked incredible today. So imagine, imagine what could have been if they We would have been too powerful. If they were golfing actually together, we would have been insufferable. The day would have been. I would have had to just take the whole day off, I think. It would have been too much. So honestly probably good that they didn't you know do that what because... actually fuck it i'm mad at lando so i actually don't care about lando right now so a he cheated on louisa b he's being a dick to danny um so you know what reap what you sow lando you didn't get to care. meet nile and that's on you <laughs> you don't get to meet nile and that's on you <laughs> that's your karma that is your cross to bear Nile doesn't want anything to do with you because he knows <laughs> nile is too good for that so true Nile is too good for that. Too good. You know what? I bet. And on I that bet note, if Nile saw Lando, I bet he would have spit on Lando, just like Harry spit on Chris. Just Pine. like Harry. And that's on One Direction. Which is not bros. true. <laughs> okay, but I want it to be true oh so my bad. God. Can you imagine? I think literally. Yeah, dead. I mean, I just think that Chris and Harry were both like tripping balls together. Yeah, that's the rumor I like. They were both being so weird all day. Chris was being me when I'm on drugs, like, can't really talk. Just staring and being, like, a weirdo. Disassociating. Just being a weirdo in the corner. Everyone's like, is is she good? Like, that's me. And Harry was being someone on drugs that's just, like, talking and just saying things. Um, And they were just having inside jokes. And I think that's what it was. Yeah. Like I think they were both. I think so. On drugs together, I'll yeah, start that rumor. I agree. I they did a rumor. little buddy drug, buddy drug because they were like, "Fuck this premiere. Neither of us want to be here because it's so <laughs> fucking awkward." You know, we should do a little drugs, drugs, 
Drugs, not hugs. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I would love... That's a good rumor. I like that rumor. Me too. Once again, starting rumors. We love to start rumors on this podcast. We love to. All right. And with that rumor, I think that is a good place to end. It's a good place to wrap it up with one one final rumor. One final rumor. Um, (laughs) But that is pretty much it for our show today. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Like we said, keep your eyes peeled for an announcement about our new website and our new merch that's coming out. You guys are going to love it. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at Two Girls One Formula. Um, Leave us a review, a little rating, a comment, whatever you want. Tell us what you like. Don't tell us what you don't like. Just kidding. You can if you want. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But until next week. Until next week, we will see you on the internet. See you on the internet. Bye. Bye.